Now extended through January 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for zero enrollment and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, mister, I'm so stressed I grind my teeth more than most people grind coffee. Especially you. Give your anxiety-clenched jaw a rest. My molars will be so happy. Start feeling spectacular today. Join in-club or at planetfitness.com. Zero enrollment, $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends January 14th. See club for details. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by my brother, Kelvin Cox. If you too want to sponsor the podcast, go on patreon.com slash the Delvin Cox Experience. That's patreon.com slash the Delvin Cox Experience. There's free shows. There's plenty of content on there you can check out. Just go in there and check it out. It all starts at just a dollar. Peace. Welcome to the Delvin Cox Experience, the podcast in which each week I'm on a one-man mission to unite our culture through diversity. I'm your host, Delvin Cox, and this week I have on the podcast with me a very talented, very attractive, very smart person. Let them know who you are, sister. Oh, we're gonna, you're going to do me like that, have me blushing on the podcast? <laughs> Oh, and my, of course, I'm having issues over here. But hey, guys, hey, everybody. My name is Autumn, Autumn the Aries, and I am uh, from the Lit Life Podcast. And I'm here to uh, rock out with Delvin for the evening. Thanks for having me. No problem at all. As always, we like to start the podcast off with the five for five. Five questions, five answers to get the ball rolling. Autumn, are you ready? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be fine. All right. Question number one. Wait, what before the, you ask, hold on. Uh, so do I do how long do I have to answer the question? Like, is it yeah, like as long a as you want. <laughs> All right. I, you know, I have to but ask. It's not Jeopardy or anything like that. You'll be fine. Right. Like, do I have to hit the buzzer? Like, what's going on? You ain't gotta hit no buzzer, nothing. You can take as long as you want to. All right, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Question number one. What is the best album or song you haven't listened to in the past year? And it doesn't have to be new. Oh, the the best album I've listened to in the past year, and that doesn't have to be new. It's not going to be new. Um, probably. Oh, that's a toughie. I, I, I I'm I'm one that I always have in rotation. That will always be in rotation is um. 112's first album. 112. That was a good album. Yes. So I, I guess I could probably say that one. I mean, there's there's several other there's others that came to mind, but I'll That's go with really that one. Album. Did you watch the battle? I did. I did. What did you think? Uh, it it went the way that I thought it would. Like I, one twelve was I already knew one twelve was gonna wash uh jagged edge, even though. I am a Jagged Edge fan, um, but I, I knew that they didn't have 
as many like hits because you know that's kind of what the versus battle goes on and goes on hits but I knew that they didn't have but even like their b-side stuff it's just all of it kind of sounds the same like Jagged Edge all of their stuff kind of sounds the same which is unfortunate uh, because they have like at least the twins have uh great voices uh i i think they could out sing 112 they could definitely out sing anybody in 112 but hit hit for hit 112 had that yeah i think it's because 112 had the bad boy factor and that's yeah. hard to be yeah like, notorious big songs with mace songs with faith Ugh. That's well, and that, yeah, the, and that was just the, really kind of like their features. But I mean, like, so Jagged Edge, they had a couple with some good features too. But overall, just, I, yeah, I, I kind of figured that that's what would happen. So, <laughs> all right. Question number two What is your favorite book to read? <sighs> My favorite book. I am gonna have to go with and it's it's crazy but an old old hood classic coldest winter ever Okay. That's a book that I could that I could probably read uh, over and over. Uh, I don't read as much as I used to, but um, in thinking about it, just like, and I say that that's my favorite because I just remember like sitting and reading it and and remembering all of the things that everybody had been saying about it. You know what I mean? Before I before I was able to read it, and like I remember just the experience of reading through it so the first time when i read it the first time so i'll go with that one okay that's a good answer all right question three okay this is gonna be a funny one uh, what is the dumbest thing you've done as a kid oh it's too many things in there it's too many <laughs> as, a, I'll, as, as a matter of fact i was gonna do a podcast episode on this um probably it was Easter Sunday. I was probably oh, maybe eight, maybe seven or eight. And I grew up on a street that was, it was a busy street. It was like a major street. Um, but I'm outside in the front yard playing with a, somebody's basketball because it wasn't mine. I don't ever remember owning a basketball. And the basketball rolled out in the middle of the street and I ran out after the basketball. So not even not paying attention, nothing. So or I might've even been a little bit younger than that, but I remember, um, like I remembered the, the car that almost hit me. And I remember, um, the guy getting out the car and asking me, you know, where, where I live and all this stuff. And I pointed at my house and he walked me up to the house. Man, my mama told my butt. Uh, I will never, ever forget it. Like she really, really gave it to me on that one. I slept the rest of the day. And that was like after, right after church. So that's what comes to mind uh, initially. 
Yeah, you stole somebody's basketball. <laughs> right. I don't know who basketball was. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. But, yep, that's what happened. All right. Question number four. Okay. Who is your favorite superhero? <laughs> if I told you that I really don't have a favorite superhero, would that be weird? That would be terrible. <laughs> um okay um i really cannot i i really can't think right. of a superhero i get better one, man. we're gonna okay. switch this one out okay give me your favorite tv show the office i just started watching that right right now it's the office and actually it has been for the past probably i don't know four or five years I have literally watched that series over and I just restarted it the other day. So I'm like on season one, episode three, like just started it over. It's a good show. It is. It's hilarious. It's, it's, it's hilarious. And it's so bad. It's so politically incorrect and it's so like cringy, but it's so damn funny. Like if you if you can't find a way to laugh at it, even though it's it's pretty bad. Like it's not one of those shows that could have debuted in 2020. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it couldn't have debuted in, in the past five years for real. Like it people would have canceled it, it would have been off the air because it's that bad. But it's it's hilarious to me. So sometimes that stuff just works. It does. And that's why it worked for so long. I think there were like eight or nine seasons. So it, it worked for a long time. A yeah, long I, time. I often think of Chappelle's show when I think of that like yes. it'd be really hard to do Chappelle's show today. Yes. And and it's this I mean, it's not the same type of show, but yes, you're absolutely right when it comes to um just just being you know, politically incorrect, which is something that I don't care about, which is probably why it's, it's still funny to me. I mean, yes, I know that there are sensitive, you know, subjects that, you know, things of that nature, but in a TV show, it, it, that's a comedy that's supposed to just be funny. Like we're making fun. Cause you know, a long time ago, we used to be able to just make fun of each other, no matter what was going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, very true. You can't you can't do that anymore. And I get it. I get it to a certain extent. But a lot of things, a lot of different types of jokes and things like that really don't don't bother me. Like I, I it, think they just don't. In terms of comedy, it should be okay. Comedy it has a place. As long as you're trying to my whole thing is if you're gonna make a joke that's racy or kind of offensive, it better damn well be funny. It better be hilarious. And and yes. you know who's gonna deliver that? Dave Chappelle. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. He will right. deliver. So question five. Now you gotta okay. think on this one a little bit. Okay. Zombie apocalypse happens walking dead style. You can you can take five things with you to go out in the world to survive. Your family and pets don't count, they automatically come with you. What are you taking? So, first of all, I've never seen the walking dead, but Go ahead and if you need to drag me now, go ahead. No, yeah, you're fine. Just think um, like this. It's it's 2020. It's what's going on right now. Right, right now. Right. So <laughs> I'm a I, first and foremost, I'ma have this gun. Yeah. Um 
but to be lighthearted about it. Um, you can say whatever you want to say. Okay. <laughs> you said five things? Yeah, five things. Okay, so my gun. Uh, probably going to need my cell phone with some service so I can get on Twitter. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. Uh, I, see, I'm not prepared for the... Uh, you see, I, the only thing I'm prepared for is to shoot. Like, so... Um, <laughs> Let me think here. <laughs> the second thing you said was, I need my cell phone for Twitter. The world is ending, but I got to get these tweets off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to, like, for the one time in my life, I'm going to be that person. Like, if if the world is ending, I'm, I'm like, why not have some selfies and to, to post, put on Twitter? Why not make a couple of jokes about, you know, you got to get on Twitter for the jokes. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we, we going to deliver the funnies during any type of craziness. So that's very true. I'm an, I'm gonna need um some sort of way to make sure that I have um some some food that I really like, like pancakes. You know what I'm saying? Like, can I? I'm, can, how can I have pancakes? Well, during this, you a box of pancakes during the end. Like, <laughs> can I have some pancakes? You just carry a pancake mix box. <laughs> And some bacon. Can I have bacon? Like the meal. Can I have the whole meal? Some pancakes, bacon, and some coffee. Coffee is essential. I'm going to let the coffee be a self-standard. So that's four so far, right? I got a gun. Yeah. I got my phone. Yeah. For social media purposes. Well, for Twitter, because the rest of them don't really matter. And then what I got, some pancakes and bacon. Yeah. I got some coffee. Yeah. Uh, so number five. Uh, I'm gonna need some weed. Can I can I go out? Can I go out? Uh, with the reefer? You're going out to to find shelter, so yes, you can go out. Can I? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, can I? I mean, can I have a reefer to keep me keep me calm while the end of the world is coming? That yeah. should have. So I'm gonna move that one to number two. I'm gonna say number one, a gun. Number two, the reefer. Number three, the coffee. Yeah. Number four, the pancakes and bacon. And number five, what was the other one? Uh oh, did I say the phone? Yeah, the phone. Okay, so we are gonna move that up too. No, that could be at the end. That could be number yeah. five. You are gonna last all of forty five minutes. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be out. Look, I'm gonna be sitting there. The damn zombies gonna come get me. I'm be trying to make friends with the zombies. Like, is y'all trying to hit this weed? Like, we can, we really can turn this shit around. We don't, we do not have to do this. Like, we don't have to be this. We could turn this around. Like, let's just well, look. I got a couple different strains here. What, do, what's your, what do you like, zombie lady? Let's, you know, let's, let's be, let's. Let's work together. Why? Why the world got to end right now? That's me. That's me. Yeah. yeah. And you're right. I'll be alive for about 42 minutes, and then I'm gonna have to let y'all uh, try to save the world because I'm gonna be gone. Yeah, you gonna have to. You gonna be one of the stereotypical black people who died in the beginning of scare. Absolutely. Soon as you know what? No, nah, no, nah, I'm gonna fight. Nah, I'm, I maybe give me to at least half the movie. Can I stay till half the movie? You you'll get to the the 45 minute mark. Okay. All right. That'll work, I guess. 
because I because you're right I probably won't survive like I, as you can see everything that I got was just for my own comfort because I knew that I'm I knew I'm probably gonna be they gonna take me yeah. out so. you didn't get nothing that would last past an hour <laughs> like <laughs> Because in my mind, because in my mind, I'm hoping that it does that we that it, the world doesn't end. I'm hoping that I can like go f figure out how to get somewhere. That's where we come in at. To figure out where I can get if I can get somewhere to 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 bunker to hunker down until you know it passed like your president did over the uh <laughs> the other day. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, know. I don't want to say that about that cat. That cat is a. Right. Uh, we ain't got to. A coward <laughs> with a capital C. And I'm being generous when I say that. Such a doofus. But anyway. Support for the Delvin Cox Experience is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family Jews. They obsess over their technology to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Now, I'm going to tell you guys a story that I never told anybody before, on the po at least podcast-wise. So, I have a razor that I use quite often for my face, and I kept noticing that the razor was being in different areas that I didn't put leave it at. So, eventually I found out, long story short, that my son was using my razor to shave his testicles areas because he didn't think that he was supposed to have hair there. And may I ask, how did I find this out? Well, he ended up getting a rash and razor bumps all of his testicle area. And like we took him to the doctor and they said, no, it's because he's shaving there. <laughs> and I'm like, and I asked him, what are you shaving with? And he showed me the, my razor. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's not what you do right now. You shouldn't be doing that. And we had a long conversation about him shaving with my razor and I immediately threw that razor away. <laughs> and that's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. I wish I had that so you could use that instead of my razor. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin safe technology. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. Now, if you need longer than 90 minutes to shave your testicles, something is seriously wrong. The water-resistant technology allows you to groom in the shower. And one of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a, lot, for a closer, more precise trimming. They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. I have quiet stroke technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show off your motor loud and proud with this intellectually designed stand that is also a convenient charging dock powered by USB. And if you're listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Trim that junk of yours. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code DCXP at manscaped.com. Your boss will thank you. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code DCXP at manscaped.com. One more time, that's 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself for those who don't know about you. Um, 
So again, my name is Autumn the Aries, uh, and I host the Lit Life podcast. And I am, I don't know, what is the what what kind of information you want? Like my dating profile, like I'm 40. I always say I'm 42. I'm not 42. I'm 41. <laughs> and how crazy is that? Like, I don't know why I keep because I'm trying to skip this year because it's some it's trash. It's trash. But I'm um 41. I have a I have a 22-year-old son um, who is actually back home in Ohio. I'm originally from Toledo, Ohio, Um, and I am currently in the Atlanta area. Uh, How was that? Right now? or Atlanta's a little wild right now, to say the least. Listen. Listen to me. Atlanta is the, the entire Atlanta area is going up and I am proud of it like today still today still today for like the eighth day or seventh day in a row we are out here and I say we collectively because I just put myself in there because I'm not I'm I I said this weekend if they still protesting this weekend I'm gonna make sure I go out but I had to calm down first because I was really really I'm still kind of ready to fight but anyways it is so crazy to sit and see all of this that's going on like it's just it's 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 yeah Yes. And and you have so many different emotions, right? Like it hurts, but then you're looking, you you're like, man, because I know I done said a few times. I burn all of it now. I don't care. Wherever you at. If you if that's you not not of course not the small, you know, not the black businesses, not not anybody that's not gonna be able to recover from these things, but with the people out here that are upset about, you know target and whoever whatever store like who cares like burn it down burn all of it down i don't care so they're out here they didn't tore up cnn building and college hall of fame i don't care they didn't looted all the stuff because what I don't, have you ever been to the college hall of fame here i think i have college football hall of fame so yeah, like, i think i have because i went to the cnn building okay so yeah you know a while back yeah yeah, so there's a right on the street is the the um, gift shop. So that's what they hit. They they broke busted all the windows in the gift shop, and they went in there and got all that expensive, all them expensive <laughs> gifts out of there. Come up, I don't care. I don't care. Like that type of stuff, I don't care. Um, I do, but it, it's 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 definitely a time. Um being here in Atlanta right now is def it's definitely different than um you know where I come from although they are uh protesting and things there too but here is just such a huge it's it's such it's, it's so much more you know what I mean like it's just so much more there's so many black people here and they've had it and these and these young the the younger kids like they are ready that you know they're they're like i was when i was 20 you know anything any i'm just waiting like they sitting around just waiting wishing so 
we'll see what happens. But yeah, it's crazy. Atlanta crazy right now. I, we on curfew too, nine o'clock. And, and uh, starting tomorrow, it'll be eight. And they having a curfew all the way through Sunday. So yeah, it's interesting. I think I went through a whole litany of emotions this past week from anger to sadness mm-hmm. to, to even pride at a point because as angry as I've been this past week, and I've been very angry. I've been giving people my two cents all day a week and haven't okay. bitten my tongue about it at all. Like, as angry as I've been, I had a little bit of pride in terms of seeing like other places like Toronto and London sit there saying Black Lives Matter and people protesting there. And it makes me realize that what happened this past week is bigger than we've ever seen in our lives. Absolutely. Like this is not just a normal killer black person. Everybody forgets about it a week later thing. This is years of anger, rage, just bottled up and coming out in one felt swoop. We tired, man. Yeah. And I, I really appreciate that. Yeah, I don't like seeing businesses burn down and stuff like that. But if that's what we got to do to get results and get people to open their eyes and see what's going on and maybe just pay attention because all the other times and all the other years of peaceful peaceful protesting, people didn't care. That's right. They didn't put that effort in to care, worry about it, or do anything. And now that people are literally tearing up shit, now it's a response. And I'm no historian, but uh, history tends to repeat itself. So this is what has been going on. Like, we, you know, if you look back over time, everything's all of these things started with peaceful protests, but it wasn't until um, it wasn't until that particular generation got fed up. You know what I mean? And, and, a lot of time and 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 sometimes I don't I mean yeah so and that's for the protest itself because we know that the riots are coming from the pushback from with the with the uh police force and things of that nature that's where the riots are coming from um so but but yeah like we've been going straight it's been over a week it's been over a week and there's still hundreds of thousands of people in these streets we are tired and and the one thing that is a little bit different this time is the fact that we have so many people out there that are not black that are protesting as well and and, which is which is amazing i mean it's amazing to see right i mean i i i have my feelings about people that aren't black um and my my feelings still kind of stand i mean because i mean the one protest ain't gonna get y'all off the hook but i can appreciate i can appreciate them going out and fighting with us side by side because really they're the ones that Nobody is nobody is really trying to listen to us. 
it has to be them. They have to listen to each other. So there, yeah. there has to be people in their community that are going to be able to stand up and, and speak to the people in their community and say, hey, y'all, like, come on, it's time to wake up. Like, there's really no, there's no reason for this. We cannot do this. So, and then there's the police. I mean, you know, yeah, they just, they just doing whatever the hell they want to do, which is, it's just beyond me. We're, we're tired. It's a lot. And, um, Doing this podcast has always been fascinating to me because this podcast has for the longest time been multicultural in terms of its audience, in terms of the people who've come on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I have such a diverse audience who ask questions about things in the black, about even about black culture, because I always seem approachable, which is fine. I appreciate that. I am approachable to people and people feel comfortable asking me that but now we're in a situation where they see me being vocal about this they see me not putting up with what's going on and they see me commenting on it and a lot of people for the most part they've been good about it but a lot of people are like whoa this is not a side we normally see of him he's more all-inclusive but at the end of the day i'm I'm like what i'm a black man in America, I know the bullshit that goes on and what happens. Absolutely. And and two, I think people need to be better. Simple as that. Like, there are certain things that I straight up don't tolerate. Racism is one of them. And when you have racism that blatant in your eyes, there is no excuse for it. There's no way to say, well, maybe he was doing this and maybe he was, no. There is no middle ground there. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, you know, and, and again, I, like I said, I've been very angry. Um, I don't really want to be around anybody because like, like it's hard for me to go to, to like grocery stores and stuff because I'm literally, um, just my, my spirit is just in this heightened state and it's literally like, I wish a Karen would, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I feel, you know, don't even accidentally piss me off. I'm going to be ready to, and I'm not that person. Yes. I am this fiery Aries with this, you know, this fiery energy and, you know, people always say that about me, but I'm, I've never really been that person that just, that just wants to just fight. And, and today is that day. And it's, it's, it's sad. Like I, I don't, because I feel like what more do we have to say? You, there, you, you've seen the video, even if you didn't see the video, just the images alone, you've seen the images, you know, what happened, you know, that, that, um, in this, in this particular case of murder, because that's what it is. I don't want to hear police brutality ever again. It is murder. I'll, I'll stick with police brutality when nobody dies. This is murder. Yes. Y'all cut that man's airwaves off with your knee for nine minutes or however the hell long it was, long enough to kill that man. They they had a, a person do a, a autopsy and said that he died of natural causes or pre-existing condi- conditions. BS. And you get 
Then you get another one that say, nah, what ha- what y'all saw is what really happened. He killed him. How could you not see that? I, I cannot talk to anybody. I cannot, I would not be able to have a conversation with anyone who can say that after seeing that video or after seeing those images, that that police officer did not kill that man. I don't want to hear if I don't want to hear a you know what if I don't want to hear a well what what the one that really pissed me off is always well what happened before you know the video yeah. I don't I don't whatever happened it it didn't call for this man to die so yeah. and that's the case for uh that's the case for Trayvon Martin that's the case for Tamir Rice that's the case for Sandra Bland how many more does is there going to be and there's going to be more we know because we know that there are bad people in the world there's there's just bad people in the world so we know that there are going to be senseless murders but i need them to be held accountable for what they have done we can't we can't really stop them from i don't i don't think we can stop them from doing it which is sad and it sucks but if it's to happen I need well, that's what we're marching for, right? Justice. Yes. Accountability and justice. I think it's super important to hold people accountable for the things they do. And that's what's not that hasn't been happening at all. Like the, when we first started getting these rashed cases that we see time after time again, laws should have been put in place to stop this from happening again. Nothing was done. Nothing like at some point in time, I've said this for a thousand times to my face is blue. At some point in time, we need to start calling these things what it is. It's a hate crime. Absolutely. And, and people should be charged for a hate crime. Absolutely. But you know, I but I, and I might be wrong because you know I will be wrong about some political stuff and about some laws and stuff. But I I feel like I've heard that there's not even like every state doesn't even have a hate crime. Um, it's probably Georgia Georgia probably ain't got it I'm gonna look it up and the thing about it is and this is crazy every state has different laws and rules to what murder is which is how I don't understand that Yeah, I don't understand that I think if I'm correct they charge the, the officer with second degree murder in some states that's considered third degree and it's just weird how that works out. And it needs to be more uniform. It needs to be a more uniform definition of what's going on and what happens. And I feel like when you have a situation like this, which is clearly a hate crime and race related, you kind of need to do something about that. You need to label it as such. It's not manslaughter. It's not an accident that you killed somebody when you have your foot, your knee on their neck for nine minutes. That's not an accident. And the man is telling you that he can't breathe. So you have all these other police officers, uh, police officers around you that if you need help in, um, if you need help in, in, in making sure that he's not, you know, running away out of the four of y'all or however many of y'all that was out there, I'm pretty sure that y'all, that there could be some help without killing this man. Yeah. And they also have weapons that are non-lethal, that can take a person down. They have tasers for a reason. They have 
a baton for a reason. They have many things that they can use to safely take down a person without taking their life. And then they don't even use that stuff in the right way because yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure you saw about the the uh, the college students that were tased when they were on their way home. They were on their way home. They were driving through, I guess, wherever the protests were. And I'm not, I'm still not sure if they were actual protesters, but that none of that matters. Like these cops literally, and it was all on live TV. I was watching it when it happened and they busted those windows out and they tased that young man and that, and that young lady. And they, and, 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 the major the cops that have turned themselves in selves in the majority of them were black cops which is crazy but what are you afraid of that's my thing when it comes to the police force how how do you take a job how do you take this type of job and you scared <laughs> i think it's a training issue i think that these cases of inadvertent racism has been ingrained in their culture so it's not even if it's a black cop this is the way they were taught to do things when it comes to black people Facts. and Facts. that's a problem like they have made a culture of it like the, i'll give a perfect example of that i think it was a couple of days ago there was a footage coming out of another cop putting their, their knee on another person's neck that person didn't die but i saw that that's a trade Taught move. You don't just learn that out of nowhere. And that's the problem with these cops today. There are certain cops. But is it an officially training move though? Because I I feel like I read somewhere that it's illegal. Okay. It's a legal move, but they are being taught these moves by someone to do. And that's a problem. And they are being taught the wrong way to take down and subdue people. And they're taught these very bad habits. That they're taking in the streets and they're harassing African Americans with, and that's a huge problem in the society. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 unfortunate, but yeah. I mean, we we will march on. Like I saw, I saw uh, if if it's still going down on this weekend, I'm going on out there, and I ain't gonna go out there during when it's close to curfew, cause I ain't trying to get hit with one of them uh them uh rubber bullets. Look. That's actually metal on the inside. Yeah. But um it's 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 wild. I mean, I might even just like what I had thought about doing was just making a sign and going out here like around here where I live, like out to the major highway or, or highway, the major street that's close to me and just, you know, take my my uh take a little cooler and take a, a little chair and just sit out there and hold my sign up. I mean it's, it's you know, wild out here. It's the little things I think that matter when it comes to things like this. Like I literally wrote a letter to our, the Florida's governor because I feel like if more people reach out to their government and hold them accountable for these type of things, you can make a difference. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah my one letter probably won't be much, but if 50 to 100 people hold their governor who technically works for us accountable for what they do. Eventually he has to respond and eventually we have to get results and answers. And if he doesn't just vote him out. Yeah. We have to use our voting power as black people. Our governor is definitely trash. Yes. Um, 
he is definitely trash. And 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 during all of this, I the one thing that I I have been pretty proud of in watching these protests uh, is a, a lot of people have their masks on. I mean, guys, we're still in a pandemic. I, I I've said it a hundred times. I have asthma, which is another reason why I probably don't need to be in nobody's crowds. Um, but I have asthma, and I just I just. I'm going to wear my mask anywhere I go. You know, I'm hoping that people are still wearing their mask because even though we're not seeing COVID in the forefront right now, like if you, if, if you're on Twitter and you're, you know, look, if you follow like your news station, your local news station or something like that, you'll see that um, they are still tweeting out uh, uh, numbers, but it's just not as much and it's not as, it's not as like eye-catching as it was so they're still I I still click on the um click on the the tweet so I can see what the numbers are and the numbers are still going up so you know we we gotta we have to take care of ourselves and we're out here protesting and stuff but we have to take care of ourselves with that yeah I think it's just interesting how the story has changed from COVID which was the big story for two months and we were kind of stuck in the house because of that to them trying to reopen up the economy and now not trying to reopen up certain things, putting us on curfew because of these riots and these peaceful protests and stuff like that. And it's, it's fascinating how this works. And like, even the whole thing where this nut job talking about some sicking the military on civilians, which is crazy. I'm about I never to start, I I'm about to start cussing again because he's a dumbass. Yes. How do you get on? How do you get on national TV first, and you take this walk? You every they push the protesters back, right? I'm I'm watching this as it unfolds. They pushed the protesters back who weren't doing anything to anybody, but they had to get them a certain amount of feet away so that he could take this walk, his doofus ass, take this walk across the way so he could go to this church that has been vandalized a bit or whatever. And so that he could hold this Bible up and turn it around, like, so that he could get a great a photo out for it or for what his little commercial or whatever it was he was going to do. And then he just has the nerve to get up here and say, the riots are over. Like, I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically what he said. He said, as of right now, you, you know, you hear the sound of my voice. These riots are over. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to deploy the military. If, if your state can't handle it, I'm going to deploy the military. How? How does that work? How How are you? Who are you, Hitler? Who are you? How How does Another this one. work? That is very illegal. Like, are you serious? Are you kidding me? You didn't get up there and say, not once has he said anything that I know of. And it, it could be because I, you know, I really be trying not to pay attention to this man, but not once have you really addressed what's the real problem here is you're you're concerned about the riots because that's hitting it's probably hitting you and your friends in y'all pocket as if y'all pockets aren't like extremely deep 
you know what I'm saying? Like as if you can't, uh, as if you just can't take a loss. We're tired of we're tired of dying. We're tired of we're tired of of burying uh burying our brothers and sisters and and sons and daughters. We're tired of this shit. And you can't even address us and and acknowledge the fact that there's a problem. You just gonna say, oh, we're gonna stop the riots. Do you know how bad that looks? The whole world is looking at us like. Y'all, you, you you guys are no longer a powerhouse. I know I would be if I was in if I was head of another country. Yeah, I think there are ways to handle everything that's going on this year, and it seems like everything that went on this year has been handled completely incorrectly. Whether you're talking about the protests and the riots that's happening right now, to COVID, to this has been a crazy, wild year, and it, we're only halfway through it. <laughs> Not even all the way halfway. Like, yeah, <laughs> we still got a month to the halfway point. This is horrible. I know everything has been canceled. My birthday, I was supposed to go to Vegas. I didn't get to go. Like, every this is so my, trash. My birthday was April second. It was <gasps> my fortieth birthday. I could do jack. <laughs> do you know my birthday is April first? Oh, I did not know that. See, so they just can't. But here, 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 I will tell you this, my fellow Aries. It's gonna be Aries season until all this shit pass. (laughs) So I'm fine with that. I'm looking at I'm looking at all of the fire going on. That's us. We we we. it at not not until it passed, but thirty days after it passed. So when everything seems to have a when, when we're we're finally get to a point where the coast is kind of clear, like where you can you feel like you can go and get uh your hair done or your haircut or your nails done or something, and and not be afraid to to do that. Um, thirty days from that day, that's all. Th- that's airy sea. We starting over. I don't care if it's in December. I do not care. That's how that's gonna go, and then we'll pick up the normal airy season next next year, twenty twenty one. I am fine with that. I am very fine with that. <laughs> I was like, "This sucks." <laughs> like, yeah, it sucked. It did. It did. But what can you do? This was supposed to be a happy podcast. This was to talk about you and stuff that you do okay, in your okay. podcast, and we've been talking about. These awful times that we live in. I mean, but we, I mean, it's almost like you have to. It's like, it's not like you have to, but we, it's going to come up. So we, we didn't got it out the way so we can move forward. Ain't no biggie. Definitely. So tell everybody about your happy go lucky podcast that I love. Okay. So the live life podcast, um, it's, I, it's the lit life podcast is a year old at this point. I think I have 40, a couple, 40 something episodes. Um, And it's really the way that I try to explain it. Like it's me and my shenanigans. Living your uh, best life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Like, so, so the, the, the kind of like model of the show is living your life autonomously and to me, what that means basically is living your best life. And, and it's living your best life without 
societal constraints. So it's, it's like, you're not worried about um, the way society moves and, and you're not worried about what people may think or say about you. Um, it, you want to be happy for you. Like I all, I always use the example of how people always say stuff like I'm living for my children or I'm living for my spouse or I, I don't, I get it. I get what you're saying. You know, the, the different things that you're doing, you're doing for them, but what are you going to do for you? And, you? and what, you know, you, you, it's one of those things like you don't want, like my mom, my mom wanted me to be a nurse. At one point in time, I wanted to be a nurse. Like my mother went back to school to be a nurse at 40 years old. And, and she's like my biggest idol, you know, for doing that. I thought I wanted to be a nurse too. And I got her hype about it. I didn't want to be a nurse because I'm not really into bodily fluids of any kinds and needles. Like I'm not into any of that. So I decided to do something else. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it, and it was hard for her, but I did what was best for me because I'm living my life. You understand what I'm saying? Like, even with, when it come, came to my son, like sometimes I feel like, um, during his, during his upbringing that I may have been a little bit selfish with certain things, but it's not like I didn't take care of him the best way that I knew how. So I don't, you know, I've talked to him about these things too. Like we've had a conversation about these things and I don't feel, I felt bad at one point in time, but I don't anymore because I remember, I, I'm just thinking like, I learned how to live my life autonomously a long time ago. And now it's like, I'm trying to help other people do that. Right. I'm, tr I'm trying out. I, I just want you to be the best person that you could be. So my podcast is a premise of that. Um, but I have like, I do certain things like, um, like fitness challenges, uh, I, you know, one day I might be talking about a fitness challenge and the next day I might be talking about like the amount of weed that I've smoked. Like, so, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's really like, it's, I call it the show about, oh, remember Seinfeld? Did you watch Seinfeld? I love Seinfeld. What about okay. So remember how they, t they deemed it the show about nothing? Yes. It's kind of like what the Lit Life podcast is. Like I talk, it's it's everything. Everything is going on, and I talk about everything. But there's no like it's real storyline. You know what I'm saying? There's no like anything that I just completely stick to, and this is all that I'm talking about. So again, we could be talking about uh, Raheem Devine one day and Ice Cube the next. You see what I'm saying? Like you really don't know. You could literally roll the dice and not know what the heck you're going to get when you tune into the Lit Life podcast. But what I can guarantee is that you will at least laugh. I, I will at least, I will do my best to at least put a smile on your face. And I will have some great guests because I am a solo podcast host, but I like to bring guests in. Um, and yeah, like, you know, a lot of funny. I like to, I like things to be kind of uplifted. I hardly, I don't talk about, uh, I don't talk a lot about pop culture because I like my podcast to have, uh, I, I like, I don't like for it to technically be dated. So if you were to turn on episode 11, 
which is everybody's favorite episode, 11.1 and 11.2. If you were to turn on those episodes 10 years from now, it's still going to hold true. It's still, you're still going to be able to live through those episodes as if I had just recorded them. So I, that's kind of what I like to do now, just like everything that's going on now. um, If there's something that's just completely crazy going on, you know what I mean? If there's, you know, something that in pop culture that needs to be talked about, I'm going to talk about it. But for the most part, I'm not. You're going to get some funny stories, like that type of stuff. It's very lighthearted. You have to tell everybody about episode 11.1, 11.2. You just can't just say that. just Because that's everybody's favorite. I, that, it's the one that came to mind because it's everybody's favorite. So episode 11.1 and 11.2 is about my trip to hedonism. Yeah, I, I mentioned just a second ago. Like, that was a <laughs> wild story. Yeah, so that's my my trip to hedonism. Um, I I am a nudist. Uh, I'm not a swinger, but I am a nudist. And um, I went to heat on. It was a good time. We had a great time. So, you know, y'all can sure check out. Check is out. That when you said that. As they always do. And 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 while their ears are perking up, I will say this. Just because I'm a nudist does not mean being a nudist does not have anything to do with me with sexual things. Like I'm a nudist because I feel most comfortable being nude and I like to be nude outside. And I like, you know, that that's just I that's just me. That's just how I feel about it. If I can go somewhere and I can be nude in that place without being harassed or something like that, which is exactly how Hedo was because, you know, the majority of people are naked. So ain't nobody really harassing nobody. Yeah, they might be looking, but you can see a, a girl, you know, in, in the grocery store that you're lusting over. So, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I, I'm not gonna be upset if anybody is like staring at me or, or, you know, cause I might, I might be staring too, but that doesn't mean I'm going to, <laughs> that, I'm, that doesn't mean I'm going to like, you know what I mean? Like approach anybody or anything like that. Cause that's really not what I was there for. So, um, so yeah. So where did the idea come up to even go to hedonism? It was on my bucket list. I'm a nudist. Hedonism, okay, so for for those of you that don't know, because there might be people that don't know exactly what hedonism is, hedonism is a nudist, is is a nude resort that is sex positive. I think people, a lot of people always I've never I've never been under the impression that hedo that hedonism was a quote unquote swingers resort. I've always looked at it as a new uh, 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 clothing optional, basically, resort that's also sex positive. So when you start saying things like sex positive, it kind of makes it, I don't know, maybe it's a little bit more, to me, it's more politically correct because everybody is not going to going to Hito to be a swinger. There may be people that are going there to, maybe they're exhibitionists. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they want to be watched. Maybe they want, maybe they want to watch. Maybe, you know, it could be any, any of these things that, and it, and it doesn't necessarily have to be them soliciting sex or, you know, trying to be, uh, you know, trying to get a third with them or, you know, you see what I'm saying? Like it's sex positive all the way around. 
So you'll see a whole lot of different things. You will. But if you are a nudist and you're not really going there for the sexual things, you'll still get, in my opinion, you'll still get out of it what you went for. Like I, to be in the middle of this big body of water naked, it's the most amazing, like on a floaty, it's the most amazing feeling ever. Like I have never felt so connected to peace. I didn't even, I didn't want to say like the water or, 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 you know what I mean? Like the universe or anything. It was just peace. It was so peaceful. Like I literally could have laid out on that beach all day. I could have laid there sun up to sundown, go out in the uh, water. You got the man to roll up on the boat with all the weed. That's real cheap. Get that. Go back to your seat. Nobody cares. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it was just like, it was so liberating and I cannot wait to go back. I cannot wait. So next year, I think I'm going to try to go back next year, but, um, it was amazing. I think you talked everybody to the coming to eat this. It's, it's, it was amazing. Y'all listen to those episodes. I, I, that one, I, uh, I want to say, uh, I did one on new, um, being a nudist too. I think that was episode 21, New Year Nude Me. There you go. I think those are two episodes that everybody should, might want to start with. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll catch you, it'll catch your ear, definitely. So what are your goals for the podcast? Right now, short-term goals is just making sure that I drop an episode weekly. Like right now, I'm technically on a break uh, between season two and season three. So I'm, tr- I'm trying to um, get some things together. Like I- I'm listening to a lot of my episodes from season two, kind of like I did with season one when I ended season one. I went back and I listened to the episodes um and tried to figure out what it was that I could do better um I I upgraded my equipment over that time um and the sound is a lot better now and I I just you know I'm I'm just I just want to make it better You, you see what I'm saying like I think I'm I'm shooting for more visuals uh I was I don't know why I was like just felt so like I wasn't anti-video, but it's a podcast and I want you to be able to listen to it. But in talking to a lot of other people, they're just like, hey, there's certain things in this game that that you you should look into. Yes, you're doing audio, but you need a YouTube channel. You need an Instagram. You need a Facebook page. You need to, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like if you want to get the most out of Um, your podcast and you want to reach as many people as possible you need to be on as many platforms as possible like I didn't realize that there were people who would turn YouTube on and just let it play like and 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 not even like watching it so what I started doing was uploading my episodes just the audio but I have since then recorded actual video, like the last episode with uh, Penrose, we actually, uh, that whole episode is is on video. So I put that on there and I made sure that I linked it to my, um, my website. 
So it's things like that. Like right now for me, it's kind of like fine tuning. And um, I don't know, like, I don't know if, like, I enjoy doing this and I don't know if I am looking to like be like this worldwide podcaster. I'm just in the moment, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like I'm in the moment. I would definitely like to do more live shows. Like I, I I was uh, toying around with the idea of having a, um, lit life cookout next year. Um, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Delvin Cox experience. If you want uh, more content, I would invite go on patreon.com slash the Delvin Cox experience. You know what I'm saying? Something there like we that. have a you know, bunch of exclusive episodes, of or de- or including the video version of the Roasted Delvin like Cox. Just bringing the people You can't get the video that's, version that's anywhere else that's but on Patreon. So make sure you check it out. Cool. Also, shout out to Patreon I producer, Ghost Rider UK. you and your podcast for those who don't know. All right. So check this out. You can find me at Autumn the Aries on Twitter at Autumn the Aries on Instagram, at uh, at Lit Life Podcast on Facebook, at Autumn the Aries on YouTube. I also have a website, www.autumnthearies.com, where you can find links to the uh, podcast as well. There's a section on there, the Lit Life Podcast on there. And um, pretty much you can find the podcast anywhere you're listening to podcasts, Google, Google Podcasts, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Anchor, um, Google it and it'll come up. There you go. You've been awesome. This has been a blast having you on it. Uh, well, I appreciate you having me on and I have to, uh, I hope, hopefully I'll be invited back soon and I have to have you on my show. You're always welcome back, and I will gladly do that. All right. (laughs) All right, man. Delvin Cox Spence, we are out. Peace. Peace.